football is back and the world-famous Superbook Sports is ready for all the gridiron action. Looking for a place to catch the game? Head up the hill to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk and experience the thrill of the games live on one of our 28 state-of-the-art TVs. Superbook Sports has all of the amenities you could ever want in a traditional sports book. Good food, tasty beverages, and the best view in Blackhawk. Now the Lodge Casino is your first place for fun and for sports. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 for help. Stand up, Nuggets Nation. It's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By, Presented by Superbook Sports. On your home for the most Nuggets content. Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with me here on the podcast. Not going to go too long today, but I definitely wanted to come in here uh, before my radio show here in Denver and react to the 132-115 bludgeoning of the New York Knicks at Ball Arena on Tuesday night in a game that really wasn't as close as the final score uh, would indicate. This was a this was a smack fest. This was no doubt a smack fest. They and and the Nuggets should have uh, won by more. Uh, at one point, Denver was up by 27 points. All right, uh, I actually um, I, I I wagered uh, the Nuggets minus eight and a half first thing on Tuesday morning when I saw uh, the number come out. Uh, I bet it again at nine and a half later in the day, and then I bet it during the game uh, at minus 16 and a half. And some late free throws from Marcus Howard uh, actually covered that number as well. So. Um, uh, courtesy of our friends at uh, Superbook, of course, is where I'm placing these wagers. The proud sponsor of this podcast. Uh, this just did not, you know. Oftentimes, we, you know, NBA fans and media will, you know, have something as a, a, called a schedule loss. Um, this was kind of that for New York. They were on the uh, uh, second half of a back to back. They were in Utah uh, the night before, and they blew a lead. All right, they blew a lead against Utah in the second half of the game. They ultimately lose uh, 113-104, but that was a game that was kind of uh, demoralizing for the Knicks. Uh, The Knicks were up by 12 points in the second half, if I'm not mistaken, and ended up giving it all back and losing. And now you got to get on a plane, go to Denver, play in altitude uh, versus a team that you just never beat. Uh, Like it, it is actually stunning. It's one of the most underrated. Uh, streaks in all of NBA basketball, the New York Knicks do not win in Denver. It's almost like a law that the Knickerbockers cannot come to Denver and win. If you want to know the last time, and, and if you watch the broadcast, uh, you, you were told this uh, a couple different times, but if you wanted to know the last time that the Knicks beat the Nuggets in Denver, you have to go back to November 8, 2006. 2006 after last night it's now four or after Tuesday night rather it is 14 consecutive losses it's stunning I, you know playing an altitude I, I get it it's it's tough um, sometimes you're on the back to back whatever long road trip but golly it's it's hard to beat any team I don't care and Nuggets fans know that better than anyone with the the teams that they haven't been able to beat um, over the years, whether it's you know trouble against the Pelicans or the Kings or what have you, 
And the Knicks just in Denver, like the last time that the Knicks won in Denver, it took 35 points from Jamal Crawford. Steve Francis was on the team. Uh, Eddie Curry was the starting center. Um, Who else was on that team? David Lee. Remember David Lee? I used to love David Lee. Um, uh, Gosh, who else was on that team? Uh, Channing Frye. Like that, that was the group. That was the group. And then a month later, uh, that same season was the brawl in the garden between these two teams, right? And and all the chaos and mess that came from that. Um, so it's that time period. That time period is the last um, time that the Knicks came into to Denver and won. So now 14 consecutive uh, uh, wins in Denver. But take away where they're playing. The Knicks haven't been able to beat um, the Nuggets now for, I believe it's nine straight games overall. Or is it eight? I forget. Um I think it was seven going in, and now it's eight straight overall, I want to say. Uh, but regardless, the, the Knicks haven't beat the Nuggets in years. But I got to tell you, the way that the game started, um, I did have a little bit of doubt because Denver was not guarding. They were not guarding. They gave up 36 points in the first quarter, all right? 36 in the first. That's not ideal. And we just talked about the last Mile High Who's podcast, how the emphasis coming in to the Brooklyn game was uh, – to play defense, and they gave up like 40 in the first or whatever it was. I forget. Um, but but you give up 36 points in the first quarter, you're on pace to give up a buck 44, right? I mean, guys were not staying in front of the ball. Corner threes were wide open. And the Knicks start off five from eight or five for eight from three. Uh, and, and I think three of those five made threes were from wide open corner threes. Um, you saw Jokic getting a little bit frustrated with Taj Gibson, who was playing super physical with him. That's the only thing that Taj Gibson can do these days for someone like Jokic, um, who is, you know, you think about some of their battles through the years, like Jokic is, if you're looking looking at like a graph of, um, of the two players, like, you know, just, you know, with age and deterioration, Taj Gibson's just, you know, continuously going down and through hard work and dedication, Jokic just, you know, trending up. So they're like, they're crossing through intersects and, you know, going the wrong way um, or going two different ways rather um, from one another. Uh, so you saw like the one play, Taz just has both of his hands on his back and Jokic just freaking out. And he almost like did a meme. Like he had his hands, you know, showing the ref completely. Jokic is, um, you know, he's uh, this season, he's sort of, he is regressed in that department of letting uh, others, whether it's another player like Taj Gibson or um, the you know uh, Marcus Morris or the officials on a more regular basis, uh, get under his skin. He's got to be better in that department. Um, we've talked about it here uh, on the podcast through the last couple of years. He did a much better job a season ago. It almost felt like it was a full dedication to it. Um, and uh, but he's regressed in that department. So I'd like to see him sort of correct course uh, where he was a year ago. Um, a couple things want to go through and give guys some dedicated time. I thought uh, Jim Michael Green, uh, best game of the season, uh, unequivocally. Was it the best game uh, as a nugget? It might have been. Uh, he was 6-for-7 from the floor, 2-for-2 uh, two two from 3, got to the free throw line, made 6-of-7 free throws, pulled down 4 rebounds, had 2 assists, had 2 steals. He was a plus 21 in just 17 minutes and finished with 20 points. Wow. What a revelation. Uh, J. Michael Green was on Tuesday night in Ball Arena, but he wasn't alone. I mean, that entire bench unit uh, in that in that first half was just so impressive. I was tweeting about it, like, 
Like, this is fun. Is this is this happening? And then it was the starters who couldn't help, uh, hold up their end of the bargain, really. Um, but for the Nuggets to score 40 points in the first quarter and then back it up with scoring 43 in the second quarter, I mean, when have the Nuggets put up more than 40 points in consecutive quarters? I, I can't remember it. And 40 plus 43 is 83, which was the highest first half point total for any team in the NBA this season. It was the most the New York Knicks have given up in the first half going back to 1966. Are you kidding me? Uh, who, who was the president in 1966? I mean, that is a long way. Lyndon B. Johnson, I want to say. Like, wow. That was a long time ago. And that, by the way, is, and this is a different conversation, but the 1960s, talked about it through the years, um, was the fastest era of NBA basketball. They were putting up, you know, massive numbers, the, the scoring numbers that we see today, but with no three-point line. Just a blistering pace there in the 60s. Um, but yeah, um, and then by the way, it was uh, the 83 points in the first half was the fourth most in any first half in the, or excuse me, the, yeah, fourth most of any first half in the history of the Denver Nuggets. So, um, just, you know, marvelous, but then, um, the, the third quarter, uh, the, the, the starters did not play well. Um, Jokic did not play well. They got outscored in, uh, that third quarter and I'm not going to lie. I never thought the Nuggets were going to lose. Um, in fact, I was tweeting about the win streak during the third quarter. I wouldn't have done that if I thought that the the win uh, was ultimately in jeopardy, but there was a twinge of doubt that crept in. Like maybe you shouldn't have tweeted that. Maybe, maybe think about wait, wait till the fourth. Um, but uh, ultimately, um, the the nuggets were just too much. The nuggets were just too much, too much bones Highland. Uh, the second unit was just brilliant. Bones was, he was so fun to watch. He is such a character, um, and on the broadcast they they called him a, a front runner, and they didn't. Uh, and it was Scott Hastings didn't mean it negatively, um, but I totally understood his point. Like when things are going well, Bones Highland is like the best version of himself. Uh, when things are not going great, you know he's a rookie, and you know it's dauber down, and you know you, you see some of those inconsistencies uh, and hiccups, and just totally empty nights or sometimes empty weeks. But on a night like last night, when the energy is really good in the building, um, he was uh, he was awesome, man. Bones Highland was awesome in 25 minutes to score 22 points on 50 percent shooting from the field, four four for seven uh, from three. Uh, the Nuggets made 16 threes. Nuggets made 16 threes, took 39. That's over 40 percent. Uh, they got they got four of them from Will Barton, uh, who was great. He had 20 points. They had three of them from Aaron Gordon, who had 19. Um, Amante made a three. Um, uh, but, 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 but who else made threes? Uh, J. Mike, we talked about him. Uh, Bones and uh, Bryn, Bryn Forbes. Uh, so, you know, really good, man. Just really good across the board. I thought ne- Zeke Naji played well, though he didn't shoot it well from three. I did think he played well. He was active uh, defensively on the perimeter. Um, I was impressed. Um, and he just continues to get better and better. He pulled down seven rebounds, had multiple steals, uh, and just one turnover. So I thought he played within himself, um, and I really liked what I saw. So, you know, from from the combination of Jay Mike and and Zeke Naji and Bones Highland, just just aces across the board on Tuesday night against the Knicks. And you just you just absolutely love to see it. You love to see it. Um and, and and credit Tim Connolly. We talked about this a couple of years ago or uh, weeks ago. Um, but Tim Connolly, 
you know, finding these late round draft picks, Zeke Naji, Bones Highland. No one, no one was talking about these guys really before the draft. Um, and once you get out of the lottery, it's just totally, you know, even in the lottery, it's a roll of the dice, but much less so um, in the back half of the first round, typically uh, in the NBA. So just kudos to the organization. And, you know, how many times have the Nuggets played um, in the last, say, four years, four seasons, rather, four seasons that four different players score 20 or more? That's what it was. Will Barton, uh, Nicola, uh, Bones, and J. Mike. And then you had Aaron Gordon with 19. So right on the doorstep of having five different players scoring 20 points or more, that's a a tremendous recipe uh, for success, uh, if I could say so myself. Over 30 assists speaks to the synergy uh, of the team. They knocked down free throws as a group. uh, And now they've won two in a row and, you know, got their record up to 30 and 24 and 15 and 10 at home. And, um, you know, you got the trade deadline. Uh, You know, we're right around the corner. Uh, conversations about Gary Harris being bought out by the Magic could that, you know, be you know what's old is new again. I I, I absolutely love the idea of that. Um, we'll see if that comes to fruition. We'll see if they trade for uh, a front court player. Um, you know, Robin Lopez, Alex Len, Nerlens Noel. You know, one of those guys I think would be uh, an upgrade for sure. Um, as Boogie is, um, you know, kind of shown the door. You know, it's the, the right things are being said. Maybe he'll come back. I, I just don't see it, um, haven't seen it, uh, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, and we'll be breaking it all down um, on the Mile High Hoops podcast presented by Superbook uh, after the trade deadline and uh, recapping any um, trades that did or didn't happen. Uh, we'll be talking about it. So I uh, wanted to come in here and just uh, give a little recap, give a couple thoughts there. Uh, just an all-around, all-around uh, tremendous game. Uh, to, to, to highlight just one guy, I mean, the way that Will Barton was passing the ball and Bones knocking down shots, and it was just a fun night. It was a fun night of Nuggets basketball uh, that marks two in a row, and we'll see um, we'll see what's next uh, for Denver as they have uh, the Boston Celtics somewhere that hasn't been kind to them. Uh, they play the Celtics on a Friday evening. Uh, at 5.30 here uh, locally. All right, that's where we'll leave it for now. And you know that whatever happens against the Celtics and whatever happens at the trade deadline, we'll be talking about it right here on the Mile High Hoops podcast. Football is back and the world-famous Superbook Sports is ready for all the gridiron action. Looking for a place to catch the game? Head up the hill to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk and experience the thrill of the games live on one of our 28 state-of-the-art TVs. Superbook Sports has all of the amenities you could ever want in a traditional sports book. Good food, tasty beverages, and the best view in Blackhawk. Now the Lodge Casino is your first place for fun and for sports. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 for help.